can buy into that. So yeah, this is super cool. Um, but just to kind of introduce this, uh, we're currently in Guatemala. Jake, Steven, thank you guys so much uh, for putting this together. Yeah, of course. Um, I think we all had a hell of a time, um, made friends for life and fucking memories that I can't wait to tell my kids. Uh, so kind of how this is going to go, really just want to go around. I'll give kind of my take on it and then we'll get everyone's favorite part of the trip. Just first thing that comes to mind and we'll, we'll dive into the, the man behind the, the mastermind, you know, the whole thing. Sounds great. Um, so for me, honestly, uh, I had, like, I've told a lot of guys on this trip, we had a lot of like, I had, I got a deep conversation with just about everybody fear at one point or another, which I thought was freaking sick. It, uh, a big thing for me this year was start like being a year removed from college and going through about nine, 10 months of just probably the most lonely I've been in a long time, like doing the internet stuff, but just like nobody really yeah. relating. And then, yeah, I remember this popped up. I've been following watch socials for a while, but, um, and, uh, I had prayed all year about just surrounding myself more like-minded people, people that bring out the best in you, you know, and then so start my mantra, everything that, and then this just like fell into in my lap um so i thought this was absolutely incredible awesome. um, my first time being in the country wouldn't want to do it any other way uh 23 years young yeah um but it was super cool i learned so much about just so many different cultures like being in the back of the pickup truck and like gus explaining the uk tax system you know and then the uh i tell them about how like business tax earners in the u.s and we and it was like a kid for john goes to the floor he's like you can write the whole thing and i was like yeah dude i think trump gets away with it. <laughs> like, can you just buy real estate buy art do your thing throw a sticker on your card and do you mean you know write things off um but does anyone want to go first as far as like giving their their take on on the experiences and own have something come to my pad yeah yeah so I think, yeah, so my favorite arc was just as soon as we touched down, uh, the first two guys I linked up with were Jack and Jack. And it was just like, as soon as we met, it was like, you're already Rose. And it was like, I've known them for years. And then as the group kept on growing, as everyone kept flying in, it was just exactly the same. So it's like, I've known y'all for a week, but it feels like it's been so much longer. Yeah. So that's probably the most amazing part. So, um, so far for me, it's been so because like, I'm really guilty about trying to focus on the theme and structure because like that's kind of how I happy need to stay like on a productive like forward progress kind of direction and like it's, it's just been great for me to break out of that agenda a little bit you know because I'm like really hard on myself and it's like I need to do this this and this I woke up 30 minutes late and you know, skip the, the sauna this morning or whatever. But it's like, here, you know, you can have refining in your exercise just by, like, finding pickleball heads. And, like, that's so much better than, you know, sitting in the gym alone. So, yeah, just stuff like that and recharging your social batteries and some laugh blues goes incredibly long way. Like, I've never felt less hand drying. I haven't. That's amazing. It's like, I know this, I know there's all this stuff going on back home and it's like, I'll kill them when I get Yeah. And it's not like, I'm going to get anxiety when I go back. And so, like, I'm coming into it with fresh mindsets. Like, all right, let's challenge. And just so, can piggyback off that, one of our conversations we had was just about how, like, how important it was to just, like, have that time, the boys, 
like you mean last night and then i think it was last I, yeah like we were just seven guys yeah we were seven guys yeah i literally go like all right you're five years older than me bro like what's been the most important lesson like in the last five years or, or something like that and you go go for 30 minutes and it was good so i mean i was dialed in a, a biggest thing that stood out was just like making sure whether you're in relationships whether you're single no matter what it is trying to find those people and trying to find like that time with the boys just you boys you know and i'm like see new shit learn from people uh because like we i talked about a few people that like you know male suicide rates are fucking over 25 30 percent higher than ever been and uh early lesbian boys boys need boys yeah 100 percent and what do you count on to do and i feel like you can feel that pretty quickly even with you guys that just like met each other i feel like we all felt comfortable enough to share these really heavy things that might be going on in your life just when you experience like you said that with confidence and the fact that you know it's not going to be met with judgment or someone's going to go log your back and talk about you in a negative way you know like that safe space is so so incredibly rare oh well, and you know the chances i whoever and talking to you or something we were either going to their yeah. that different sides yeah like life i don't say it's really cool you know we're welcome to some shit yeah 100 percent uh don I think for me, just going so far outside of the comfort zone, like I've ordered a plane to Guatemala with people who I've met on the internet and group chats, and everyone back to them is like, oh, where are you going in Guatemala? I'm like, I don't even know. Hey, how do you go to these people? It's just like, they don't understand. Yeah. Just carrying on with what you said, like, just making friends that are going to last and that have the same values as me. Aragon pushed me to be even better. And it's like everyone here is here because they wanted me to go. Yeah. And to pick you back off that one, like, I think the reason we all, like, show up and are, like, instilled in alignment is because, like, we know what it takes to, like, actually go through with something like this. So my philosophy is always just, like, the, like, the intention is just so much of everything. So, like, we're all intentionally chose to do this, like, it, that means like we are like I, that was all I needed to know. We were on the the same way. Joy's that group chat alone means a little bit of that, yeah. but there's 1,300 people in that group chat. There's 10, 15. It actually takes a lot of balls for you guys to go and do that. Like even some of the stuff that I was telling you guys that we're going to do, it's like, you know, he's like, come on, right? Bring, bring it back down to reality. You know? He's like, over there. But like, you come to Guatemala, we're going to take a private plane to the property. We're going to do this. We're going to hike up an active volcano. That's I know. Like, Dude, come on. You know, the people that take. Well, take that sacrifice to go and do that. It says a lot about you guys, you know, and you guys tapped into that. It's pretty special, to be honest. And then on top of that, you bonded with each other in ways that, like, you can't really replicate unless you can go and do those types of things. 100%. Yeah, and, like, the like the Lake Day was, like, a perfect example. It's, yeah. like, getting the reps of, like, when you put yourself here, you're going to get the reps of more uncomfortable at the situation. Yeah. Right? Like, how many guys have, like, never stepped on a wakeboard or never... Yeah went on e-foil and a lot of people watching probably don't even know what that is it's basically a four foot surfboard with a fucking propeller of <laughs> and uh you go like this instead of like that and it's yeah like uh but everyone got up and did it like i watched jacob out there for two hours just saying like all right i'm gonna get i'm gonna get shit it's not going all like it says but like what a good lesson for like absolutely anything yeah right? i wanted the quiz there's some, there's some of those that really hurt. Yeah. Oh, I got to swim back over to bucket. <laughs> but I was like, I knew I was so full. I'm like, next time I just come to my feet a little bit. And I was like, all right, I want. Yeah. Like you get a little dose of that adrenaline what it's like supposed to be like. And you're just hooked. Yeah. Put your balls through the red and like I'm riding. 
hundred percent. Now, Kale, eighteen years old, bunch of twenty something, for better or worse, idiots, invite you to come to a little foreign country from the internet. Why? How? How do you have the confidence to do that? What do you have to say that? It, I mean, those guys on the fence just graduated high school and nothing, but they want to get around more like minds at early age. Because doing it early, you're just gonna develop that awareness that like. Is just second and not, and people will tell you that, dude. That's what I kept telling too, bro. It's like you're doing this at that age, you're you know, throwing ahead of the curve. But yeah, like, one like, yeah, this special, or you're 10 years younger than me, and you act like you know, and you're a little solder, bright and true. I know I did it though, but it just uh, it's cool without. Uh, I'd say, um, well, I knew like when I was in school that I definitely wanted to travel, um, I just always wanted to see the world. So when I first joined IO back in July, the uh, trip to Hawaii was announced like a month later. And I was like, I'm doing it. So I, I booked it one way just because like I knew like even like say it was fake or whatever, it was like a scam. I do I'd spider black, but why? Like I knew I'd still be kicking it for like a week in Hawaii or however long I stay in there. And I mean, I'd probably be fine. But um, yeah, coming out here, this is also my first time leaving the country. Uh, it's absolutely beautiful to see new places, especially how beautiful Guatemala is. Um, highly recommend coming here. But uh, yeah, I mean, in terms of like, you know, the group, uh, definitely what Jacob said, or not Jacob, James, um, how like, it's that instant connection. Like you come here, like you meet these guys for the first time, but like it already feels like you've known them for so long. It was the exact same way in Hawaii. It was the exact same way here. Like it's just that instant, you just get it off right away. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, so you done? Yeah. Um, the biggest thought I can impart is to say yes to everything, basically. Yeah. Oh, and Jake texted me, and I know he is a good guy. And I literally said yes immediately because I knew. I remember that. Yeah, it was great. Uh, just the thought of being in a place like this, I've been to the region. It was like really awesome. And it, it's a healthy thing to just be ready to say yes in a social setting. And Maybe the most powerful thing about something like this is if you're a young guy, you'd be surrounded by, you know, motivated and driven and passionate people who can share your philosophies and, and correct you off things you're maybe doing, you know, not the optimal way or anything else, but it's a great opportunity. 100%. I also just want to add that the longevity that this bill is pretty fascinating too. Like Tampa, you know. And then like Texas is like, you have Velati and a couple other guys over there in Texas. Like you have that real life connection that it's not just going to be, all right, the trip was fun. It was cool. Like, for example, like we sent out an email, an IO email that we were in Florida, back in Florida for like a week or two. Kale texted me. He's like, hey, like, you're in Florida. Like, and I was like, yeah, come skydive us. Get your lights. He said it overnight, same day. You know, it's like those little like spark of 80 moments, which is like what makes this all so real. Like that friendship, brotherhood, like. You can't put a price on her, you know? Yeah, 100%. As Steven, you're in charge of more or less making sure we don't do anything stupid, don't die, don't get arrested. Oh, deal? Yeah, I would love to hear what, like, your interpretation, the guys, everything, you know, cut out on this this, this trip. Extremely happy to hear with so people. And especially you guys, like, like, like a few bloggers. As soon as you all first dab, it's like, you're seeing the, like a pro, I haven't seen it in a while. Yeah. It's not like, it feels like you're, there was no small talk about you. Yeah, like a kind of, the whole shit was really genuine. Yeah. And then just being able to share it with you guys, super special for me. 
As I thought, thank you guys for coming. You made it awesome. Dude, I'm, I'm shooting a podcast in a fucking jet hangar. <laughs> surrounded by four wheelers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. You know. Yeah, for real, man. Oh, it's been a pleasure, guys. Yeah, let's face it. It's awesome. Um, Blake, too. Yeah, Blake. You want to pop short saving face in here? Probably. I would say, uh, yeah. Uh, I kind of came on a whim as well, as all, as all of us probably did, you know, not knowing. Some of us maybe did know each other, but most of us didn't know each other. So I think it's important in life to, like, follow uh, that intuition or follow your mark. You know, like, when you feel that urge to go do something, then you go do it because chances are those are the transformational um, experience that kind of unlock like, these new experiences. And then from there, that's kind of like life changing. Um, opportunities so yeah i would say also more than ever um over the years i've kind of done the lone wolf thing and you know spent time so much time alone so now it's more than ever like uh forming brotherhood it's really important to me because um yeah i think more than ever as all of us need friends we need a man pulled and that as we're moving into a new terrain behind this world it's just so important to create those trusting bonds uh where we like that. So yeah, I'm super excited that I came on this trip, but I feel like it's all good with more opportunity for all. Yeah, 100%. I really love what you said there because, like, I think I've talked about with a few guys here where, like, I'm just so big on universal feedback, right? Like, you start doing the right things, you, you stay consistent with it for months at a time, and then the opportunities just start to present themselves one after another. And each time I've, like, just gotten the borderline and say like for what reason is there like all these like-minded dudes in a group chat literally called a rational optimist was growing up like i was always for like some people appreciated it some people hated my guts for it most optimistic guy in the room life's not hard i think you know we're all here to win and like i've had that since i was like 14 so it was like seeing like the group chat like that come together i was like of course like i gotta go this is the universe telling you like yo there's the irrational optimist fucking get around him like, go do it. Like, and if I would have said no, or I would have hesitated, or I would, like, like he said, like it probably would have just, it, I wouldn't, have, I would have waited another three months to see those opportunities really, really present themselves. Uh, but now, man, the hour, Jake Youngblood did. Hey, dude, I'm an odd. Well, it was a pleasant. I've been trying to get this for a long time. Yeah, I don't know. yeah we like, and I know it's like travel schedule busy, but the first question I really want to ask you is like, hearing all that, like. Describe the emotion. I think would be the best way to put it. Yeah, that's a that's a great question because it's like it's incredibly emotional for me because I think we all share like there's a reason why we're all here. You know, there had to have been something that have happened in our lives that we didn't like for us to lead us here, whether that be pain, um, a, like the lone wolf stuff, or not feeling like you're fitting in, or you're wanting more opportunities, or there's other parts of life that just like you always aspired to have that skill set but didn't. Like I've had all that. You know, that's kind of like the crux of rationalism was bringing that together and then sharing that with everyone else. So like the, the, the detachment from the online aspect to the real life and actually seeing people in flesh and, and hearing how special this was for them, you know, that there's can't put a price on that. You know, that, that, that means the most to me, you know, it's like, you know, you can see me at a sling or I jump through fire and do all these dumb things, but it's like to see other people conquer things that are scary to them or grow in ways that like they didn't think they could do like that means the most you know like you you no amount of money or item or anything could compare to seeing other people that you love 
And then they, they believe in you and then go and achieve the things that they want to do because of settings like this. Like, dude, it's like, I always kind of tell the guys like Steven and Joe and all them, like if, if I actually really sat down and process all that, I did like self quote, you know, there's just so many powerful positive emotions with it. that it's like, I, I just got to kind of keep pushing, but it, it's, it's so special because like, like the, I think it was John that might've said earlier, it's like the people that are, that are going to go to this, there's already that common out, you know, that type A personality. And it's like, who else is going to go to Guatemala and just do all the stuff we just did? You know, that, that family bond is there. Then when we kind of unpack things and you have those deep conversations, it's just, it, it's so beautiful, bro. Yeah. So yeah, no, I mean, I think because that's, that's awesome. It's so great to hear. And I think the biggest thing is like you doing that and then all of our peers that have no idea who you are. But because we had this opportunity, now there's a lot of guys that are hearing us talk about this now. But then also everyone we go back home and like talk to, and it gives them that sense of belief. Yeah. Like they're like, it's contagious and yeah. contagious is spot. Like yeah. they're gonna, uh, people are gonna start to believe that they can really do it. That's the one thing I've learned through entrepreneurship where it's like, honestly, dude, don't really worry about when it looks like the fact you're trying, the fact that I know people see that and it's gonna convince the kid who was in my shoes two or three years ago like, hey, why not do this? Like, I'm only 20 years old. Like, just try it and figure shit out, you know, well into your 40s. Like, but, you know, you're never going to have this time yeah. in your teens, in your 20s, in your early 30s. Like, like do really cool shit. You know, once you have, like, once you get married, once you have children, I've decided to do that. Like, you know, life gets a lot more, like, you know, you're not, you're not, all, you're not just living for you anymore. Yeah. You know, and uh, so I think, like, that's, that's super special. Now diving into, can we talk about the root of this? Because I have yeah. I have researched a little bit, but I'm really curious. Like, what was the first step to this becoming a, a thing? And like, how how long ago was that? I think I found I was aware of it early this year, but I think it joined probably July. It, it's not even a year yet. Yeah. I think it'll be Rush Optimism will have its first birthday in February. I guess February 11th. But um, so in kind of, kind of funny enough how it started, I was in a really weird place in my life. Like I, I wasn't taking care of myself. I wasn't happy. I was just kind of like coasting through life. And um, I kind of had like a super low point. And then I had always kind of thought the aspect of middle communities was cool. And I was slowly kind of crawling out of it. And then I was with Logan and uh, we were living in Miami, Love Fits. You know, big shout out. He's, he was a huge help in, in pushing me to do this. And, and um he, I was like, I want to start a community and I'm starting to feel better. And I, my, my like energy on Twitter started to change as I was posting a lot of really like high octane, high octane, really stoked, hyped. And then someone like started tagging me in these positive things. And I started to kind of just like adopt that, that like brand of irrational optimism. And around that time, I, I would, like I said, I was with Logan. And then he goes, why was you calling me? You know what I mean? And that one literally all I did was like, why isn't it done yet? And so I had recently just bought a business at the time, but I put that on pause to completely build out the Discord. I mean, the course, I, I had to set up for like the promo, but, but like before that happened, I put a tweet out because I was like, like who's going to be interested in this? I said, if, if I created a free community that's going to have like live calls, free courses, you know, and events in the future and stuff like that, would anybody be interested? And I got like five legit responses and I was like, God, like this is super cool, but I also got to pause every you go and do this. And so I went and did that and just like, it's been a roller coaster since. Yeah, 100%. And how does it, like, what's the process like as far as deciding 
you know, where to next. Was the first trip to Hawaii, was that the first IO trip? Or- oh, the first one. Yeah, and that was two months ago now? It was September. September. September, yeah. Yeah, awesome. And, like, you just roll with the flow as far as, like, kind of how that came together. Like, what, who, where was the idea? Why, why, why? As- uh, so, Dustin, Dustin Thomas, actually, he, uh, he's a big part of IO now. He, unfortunately, couldn't make it on this trip, but he's, he's doing some big things in, in the UK right now. But uh, he actually sent me a DM on Instagram and he goes, Hey dude, like, I really, really love what you're doing. Like we should do a retreat together because I have a property in Hawaii and I would love to have you out there and like, let's set it up. And that's kind of what brought the real aspect to it, to life. And that was such a blast. Like, you know, we'd love to do another before the year is up and then that let us squat them all up. And that's just going to be a big part of mixture. Just kind of like bringing the real, like the realism to it instead of just like it just being online. 100%. 100%. How cool is it to see guys that went on the first trip come back for, you know, round two? With the- oh, dude, it was so special. It was so special. Bro, it was so great to see you again and Bilotti and, it, you know, obviously Steven and Joe, but it, it's, it, it makes me feel good because there's got to be an aspect where it's like, I got to make sure everyone's having a good time and take care of it. It's like to see people want to continue doing that. Like, that means a lot to me, too. And of course, like, I have a lot to learn. Like, I'm not I'm not a professional event runner, you know, I, I have a lot, I have a lot to learn. I'm super humble about that, but to see that there is a spark of, of, uh, you know, momentum with it mm-hmm. is all I need to keep growing and be better. Yeah. hundred percent, man. And now, I mean, we'll go like a little further, um, back now. Uh, what were you doing before, let's say the, we'll call it the dark place. Like what was life like for you? then and kind of how would you say you got got to there like i'm sure they were in high lows in between sure yeah so kind of what my whole life is predicated on was i like to do a lot of fun things you know and there obviously comes a point where that my family just like hey we can't subsidize that anymore you know and we were talking we could talk about this a little bit but i was a side to a record label in china and i was also um you know I, i've done multiple different careers and i tried all these things i just never really sucked which kind of eventually led into entrepreneurship but it's like, that's what fuel me into, you know, eventually leading a gear is that like, I want to do fun things. I want to do fun things with great people, like all yourselves, uh, you know, unfortunately that costs money. And so I want to set myself up in a position where I can do those with those people, with people I love. And also like other people that see that and feel like they would, you know, enjoy doing those same things also to feel welcome, you know, kind of like coincide with the rush optimism. Yeah, hundred percent. I think just like the the timing of it is like just so perfect. Like the the world we live in, the exposure you can have, the fact that like again we all met on the internet as strangers, and we just assume we're gonna trust all these guys. No, like you have no idea who's gonna walk through the door or what they seem like they're gonna walk. I mean, I, I there was like three instances where it's like I followed a few guys on Instagram before and I showed up and I was like, okay, like not what I expected at all. And that's like why the IRL, like the real life, like idea of this, you know, like the getting people in person to talking is like so important. It's like, it's so, so important because it, it really gives you a clear, like that the social media is just not all it's caught up to be. I think we all put a lot of importance on what we see, you know, like we take everything so seriously, but like, as I've seen guys like do like, they're going to, we're going to post about this in three weeks and people are going to think we're still there. Yeah. But that's like, and they're going to fall, not fall for it, but like they're going to consume it. Right. And they're yeah. gonna, people are going to have those kind of emotion and X, Y, Z. And we, it helped me realize like, I really do that a lot. Like I, I spent a lot of time where like, 
Social media makes you make so many decisions on such a daily basis. A lot of pressure, too. I'm even, like, guilty of it, too. It's, like, there's so much pressure to do certain things or achieve certain things and this and that. And then that sort of, like, consumes you in a lot of ways. And then that clouds your judgment with what you really want to do. And that, you know, more so that'll kind of add, like, a brain fog to, like, what actually makes you happy in your core. So, you know, this should make you happy. You know, this. Or you're doing this wrong. You see other things that are, like, might be getting more, you know, engagement on social media. You know, there's this all those problems then you come out and go somewhere like this where it's out in the far you kind of go back to your roots of like this is what actually makes me happy 100% no. dude I explained how like I went probably like the first god at least 48 hours that I was here didn't even really know where my phone was <laughs> that's great and I was just so relieved to not like I realized how many like decisions I and how, how many like when you're scrolling and whatnot like how many emotions you just go your brain goes to it's not healthy yeah. like but when you're just in peace and you're in nature and you're around guys that are talking about the right things and like they're all motivated it's like damn like i feel like a fucking super good you know you know like you're and you cut out like the bullshit and then like you did opens up so many like opportunities i noticed like i'd go out and like meditate every morning and i would just have these ideas that just like i would never like i i, I have but it's like only when i'm in places if i go for like a beach walk at like 10 o'clock at night sure that type of shit traffic but here it was like just walking outside the door and spending 20 minutes with myself. I was like, damn, like I got all these really ideas that I can't wait to to capitalize on um, come 2024 to do this and whatnot. Um, but you're special. And now is there anything, because obviously I'm pretty new to the group. It's my first trip. Like, is there anything about irrational optimism that you want to like, you say, I guess we have it covered or like that you want to put like an emphasis on or like kind of like let, to let the audience know maybe that we haven't, yeah, like any part of the experience that you'd like to like cover a little bit deeper? That's a good question. Um, just a second, I think about that. Yeah, I spot. One thing that I can add for you, Jack, yes, uh, something that I touched on previously, but it's still very important. And that's uh, kind of that you look for people with common values and one of the, one of the easiest ones that I, that I, Meant to say earlier is is workout that gets to surround yourself with hardworking people that that every day have a pattern of you know being on a path to being successful. That's that's extremely significant. And uh, there's a quote on that saying that God will sell you anything at the price of labor. And the truth there is nothing will get you there faster than hard work and sustainment. Love that. Yeah. There's been a lot of synchronicities on this trip. <laughs> and- like example A, dude. Ten hours ago, I posted a reel on my on my Instagram story. It was Hermosi, and he pulled that Bible verse on an interview. Oh, that's literally talked about the same thing. The idea that I was just talking about, like the real mental struggle a lot of entrepreneurs have, and I've gone through it, still like struggle with it, is just feeling like you put together is one year, two years, five years worth of work, and thinking like, oh, it might not be worth it. Mm-hmm. Like you have those thoughts, it's natural. So if you're having those thoughts, it's totally natural. But like, you know, you only lose when you quit. But he quoted that, that Bible verse. And then it was like another synchronicity. And I don't even think I told him this yet, but Jacob sits down at dinner and he's like, I'm going to say, I'm going to say grace. Like it's from my great grandmother, grandmother, uh, like originated in his family. And he starts talking and I'm like, dude, I've said this every night with my siblings and my parents through the last 23 years that I've been at the dinner table. Word for fucking word. Not nah, some point. Yeah, like, Yes, but like completely with my family, and then right, it's just it's super cool because you'd have to like what are the like what are the opt and I open 
I think of a few more. I mean, I thought it was cool. Like Joe and Gus are not here, but my first roommate college, like we were just best friends and he was like, you know, 30 minutes outside where those guys live. And like, as soon as I'm like talking to those guys, like the humor and everything just brought back all this like nostalgia, like good energy I had with that, with that kid. Shout out David Bulmer, dude, freaking best friend. We're still tight. Just, you know, how uh, life gets busy. You know, I'm already moving back to the UK. Um, but that was just so refreshing for me. I was like, damn, like I really like, it showed me that was a good, good friend in my life to like, kind of keep around, you know, uh, little things like that. Anything for anybody kind of to open the floor back up that, um, I don't know, like, uh, I would say felt like it aligned it or something interesting that happened that you're just like, whoa, like what, like, uh, there's a real reason I'm here. Anything that told you like this, there's a reason I'm I'm here. I think would be like the best like every reminder. It's okay. No, I just I'm just curious. Well, oh, I kind of because I have actually that question. Which is, so early certain sense, you always want to be filled out some sort of like finding in the agriculture community in some efficient form. So I guess where did that like come from? Why do you think you want to do that? I mean, then just just you wanted to shove a few boards, something that you wanted. You felt like you were lacking in the cell. What? So, is that something you guys should proud to do? Like, where, you know, where's that going to happen? That's such a great question. Review. Like, my thing is always wanting to be a fighter. Yeah. Fly jet. It's just straight. What, like, that was, because it wasn't really realistic. But I never had a thought about that. You can start chewing it. But that's people. I think what it was, though, to be honest, and, you know, if I could say the most important thing to me in my life are, are the people in my life. So that's what I, I've always kind of been like that. And uh, I thought, it, I thought it'd be a great idea. Cause like, look, they're like the reality that there's going to be more people out there like when it values were, were pretty high. Right? And, and so like, like I said, like I, my whole life, I pride myself with the people that I've been with and I love them to death and I would do anything for pretty much all of them. And, and it's like, what if I could do this at a big scale and have like a massive family of people that also love to do the same things and then their best friend and you know, it keeps on going. That, that just like, that inspired me. And I, and I wanted to build that vehicle so those, those friendships and brotherhoods could happen. So it kind of sounded what I mean, you found a purpose, like you joined Albany and yeah, was, yeah, I think that's great. Good watch. I remember, was it you, John, where you're like, I remember in one year, your home plus battery post, I think you were three saying about how he's, you know, kind of, you know, like a rough patch and you sure had some advice from someone, but it was like, whenever you're feeling down and decide to meet or cuss with whatever, go do something for someone else. Yeah. And I think you had talked about that. And so I think we would have get that, you know, kind of the outcome of our feeling my father's whatever assumption. And so, so it sounds like that's kind of what you Yeah. I've always kind of been that person where it's like, I just got more satisfaction. Yeah. Yeah. It is, it's just who I've been like even like a couple of weeks ago I was in Mocha I was like feeling really shitty and I went into the town I was just going and buy coffees for people I was like I felt great out there like, yeah that is the reason he said it like, yeah that was fun I was with Steven that, that wasn't in, in Florida but that was in uh, Guatemala that was that was a class too bro it's just like you feel so much better making someone else feel fulfilled you know or just even reminded that they're that they're special as well it doesn't even have to be like oh this person's not like a looking or or this or that or separated by this or status or wealth or whatever it's like we're all the fucking same bro and just like reminding people that it's like special and the biggest thing this provides and like just the like is the the i read this and i think it's uh uh how to win friends and influence people and it was like 
the two things that everyone will always, I'm not going to say buy, but buy into are human connection and feeling important. And it's like, you're so welcoming and like, so just inclusive of everybody. Like I constantly hear him, like somebody's just walking like a little separate kind of path. He's over there in five seconds. Like, yo, how's it going? You good? X, Y, Z. And like feeling important, just constantly. Everyone feels very important. Like the whole time we're here and then feeling like just providing the connection. Like we're all, we made connections for life. I have connections in like 15 different new cities now. You know, like I know I literally got the lay of the land of like Guatemala. Like I could help other people like when they're asking me about things like, Super cool. And like to talk about Guatemala, like real quick, I think I was having this conversation with my mom. I got to call her once while I was here. And it was just, it really made you appreciate um, how lucky we are to live in the US, like watching and really just where we come from, but like watching people walk up the hills, you know, carrying sticks on the top of their head, you know, watching them sell like ice water and like Coca Cola on the side of the road. And we see, you know, just like, we're passing by kids and families that may have never even like experienced like the internet. You know, like they don't have a TV in their re- every single day. They don't have smartphones where they're buying into the like they're watching. You know, they're getting honestly. I, I get a lot of help off social media as well, but like access to information. You know, and it just made me really appreciate that so much more. And I know they say that like that's why you really should travel and see how different cultures operate because like it just it opened my eyes and it made me so much more grateful for where I've come from, where I'm going. Yeah, everything the town, yeah. everything under the south. Yeah, that out of that. So I work with three guys that live in the Tijuana, and we you get up to San Diego because you know jobs in the U.S. are it's crap jobs, still a lot of money in, in, in Tijuana dollars. And you know I have, you know my way fluctuates. I'm not in seriously close. And uh, like shoes, whatever. And you know there wasn't like something that was really valuable. It would be Walmart. But it's still like perfectly closed, and I'm used to just dropping with like Goodwill or, um, you know, giving to friends or whatever. But I, I don't remember how it came up. And then the guy I work with, he was Armando's, super funny little dude, looks like Mario. And uh, he was mentioning that, um, you know, if there's kids that's running around with TJ, you know, they don't even have shoes on trips, like they don't even have a bed, you know, and that's literally what 15 miles from where I live in San Diego. And like, not that I live in like a nice part, but like, San Diego is this incredibly rich place. And it's literally, you can see the Tijuana from across the bay. Yeah. And it's like these people don't really have clean water, toilets. Like, literally, night we've ever heard shooting with towel up there. And so, since I was giving him like all my clothes, like he takes him to his church and we his mouth. That's he was saying, he showed them a sort of picture of me. It's like, it's where he goes, Carl No, I was like, I'm going to move my And I was like, I'm just this place from Indiana. I just like get rid of my old shoes, like change. These kids lied. Yeah. And it's just like a, a huge reality show I play at. Well, 100%. Watching that guy spread the wealth too. Like watching him spread it to the church and like gone. Like that's, yeah. he looks at you as an example. He's like, I can help even more people now. So you helping one person help like God knows how many others. Well, they're very community and family. Like other coaches. I were like American well, and fellas that might travel to the same but like I'm fucked my English. Yeah. It's how you must go in, I guess. But it's like, nothing at best place but my point is like there they just you know they have so many more struggles that we don't even know and they just want to help show it did not film down nothing in cards because like they had to own your car it is something that will probably never tell you i never said so, places like wild mother just uh, another 100 percent. highly recommend if it's your goddess up in that uh seriously uh 
no bro how to really transition this i think it is like a great like uh like talk over the the group and whatnot but i am really curious you know who what when where how did you end up in china <laughs> as a like I'm pretty big celebrity. I I don't like to say I'm a big celebrity. I mean, it's just being a white, like an American. I'm like, yeah, they treat you as like a celebrity over there. How do you record deal? I did. So the the record label is called Modern Sky, and they're a very high profile, even curator record label. And so how that kind of happened was actually my dad did a Tai Chi in San Diego, and he maybe got very close with another uh, lady who was from China, um, and you know we we started. She, slowly became a family friend and that's when I was really into music at the time and I showed her my stuff and she was very well connected in China and so she sent that over to the CEO of that label and they loved it and they you know they offered me a position at their at their company and uh I was uh I was in the Yunnan province which is like the southwest side uh, near Myanmar Laos and in the city called Kunming which is actually kind of the San Diego of China super lucky yeah very very safe very clean uh, I was really young. I was like 19 or something when I was over there. So I was a little too immature to really like reap the benefits of that experience because it was it was a lot, you know. And I think that was my first time out of the country. I was going and living in China by myself. You know, that was that was a lot. No one, I'm a leap. Yeah. And um, it was a fascinating experience. You know, I, I've always kind of found a liking to countries that are just so polar opposite to the West that I've been exposed to, I, I always find myself to appreciate those experiences a lot more because it's so different than what I'm used to that it's like, I, I feel like I grow a lot more. And so I lived over there for a couple months and I was an A&R for like their Chinese artists to English artists. And they were going through, it was really fascinating. Like, you know how we had like, like British invasion, like rock and roll was really big, like what was like seventies or something like that. Really, really popular they were going through a big rock phase. Like, sorry, like that was like brand new to them. It was like rock and roll music. And then it was like rock and roll, EDM and rap. It was just like brand new to China. And so they would have these huge festivals. And I was fortunate enough to, uh, to headline one of them. It was called the 500 KM Festival. KM, short for Kunming. And um, I was so nervous for that, bro. There was like posters all throughout the city. You'd see everybody on it. And like, there's some big artists on there. It's like uh, Higher Brothers, if anybody knows who that is, or like, 88 Rising Area, like Joji, you guys know who Joji is, he was there. Um, the festival was really interesting because it was held at this, at this like donut. It was like this huge donut, like arena, and you'd enter through like the bottom and go up, but the festival was on the perimeter of the donut. And so they didn't have it how it was like the United States where every single artist is playing at just different time slots. There was like six different stages, but like 12 o'clock would play, that'd be the only one playing. And when that was done, everyone would migrate to the next one. Like, why one o'clock or two o'clock's playing? And everybody would move and it was just going in this circle. It was so interesting. And then um, before my set, I, I I was so nervous. I smoked two packs of cigarettes. I only had told you that. I just, I don't know. I still the brew up, bro. It was their rack. There was a couple thousand people there, bro. And I, I had just come from like DJing in like basement. You know what I mean? So. It was, it was a truly a seal. Yeah, yeah. It was, a, it was a really, really wonderful experience. I just, I think I was um, a little too young to really like read the benefits and, and, and grow with that opportunity. 100%. And I think, you know, we'll wrap this up pretty soon, but like uh, DJ, like the, I, my audience, there's a lot of guys. I mean, they're trying out, right? Um, do you have any advice for those guys that are thinking, you know, that could be the, the lifestyle for them or like if they want to try it, how should they kind of, 
That's, feel about it? That's a good thing. Um, my biggest advice with that is you're going to see when you get into music production that you're going to want, like, you're going to need this plugin, you're going to need that, you're going to need this expensive computer, you need that. And most creative th- things come from limited resources. So don't fall into the trap that I need to buy all these fucking things so I could finally make the music. It's not true, you know, and, and that's a trap. So I would say, like, even if you just get the light version of something, like, run with that. And honestly, like, study the the DAW, the digital audio workstation, whether it's FL Studio, Logic, or Ableton. Like, get really comfortable on that. Learn music theory. Like, there's so many free things on YouTube. And then what's really blowing people up nowadays is, is uh, social media. You know, someone could have a song in there and overnight A-list celebrity with their music, you know? And I would say, like, it, all this shit is free. It, it costs nothing to learn on YouTube. It costs nothing to post on social media. And it's like, if you want it bad enough, like, it's right in front of you. 100%. Right? And I want to use that as a time, like, uh, a good mentor of mine, uh, Tyler Mercier, shout out him. He used to always tell me, dude, like, costs nothing to pay attention. Yeah. Like, keep your eyes open and, you know, the opportunities to start presenting themselves and yeah. start to piece things together. Um, but, honestly, man, anything uh, we haven't uh, gone through that you want to talk about? Or... Yeah, I, I think the last thing I'd want to say is, you know, for everyone that comes across this, I, I, I and I could be cute, think I can speak for everyone else. I'm not everyone else here. Like, we would love to have you inside our community. It's completely free and, you know, like, don't be shy. Like, introduce yourself, tell us where you're from, your name, you know, whatever you're comfortable with and, you know, like reach out. My DMs are always open. I'd, I'd love to get to know you and I'd love to see you in person too. You know, you guys are always welcome and encouraged to join. Yeah, 100%. And yeah, DM any of us. All right, everyone's going to be tagged in this, guys. Like seriously, uh, if you want to find out more about this, hit me up. I think we've already closed like five people into joining. <laughs> you know, that's free. It's 100%. Uh, yeah, right. So far, not the place. Uh, but yeah, and I'd hopefully get that number number up there to end here. Yeah. Jake, thank you, fellas. Thank you for doing this. I'm glad you're right. And uh, we'll see you on the next one. Let's pay for listening. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.